Oi, oi. We're good, thanks. We are here to share our experiences, highs and lows on waking up, relationships, mindset, manifestation, and much, much more. And we are so glad that you're here. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Emma. And this is Good Thanks. This is our journey from fucked to fine. And it is your uncensored guide to waking the fuck up. A little bit nervous. Yeah, little no, bit, me too. I'm quite hot as well. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit yeah, hot. This um, podcast we have decided to create together. My name is Emma. I obviously am English. Um, I live in Sydney. I'm a personal trainer and wellness coach. Yeah, that's pretty much me. And uh, how's it going all right? My name is Sean. <laughs> um, I have been here for about seven years, but originally from beautiful South Wales. And uh, yeah... Working in the injury management space at the moment, so I like helping people. It's always something that I've wanted to do. I remember being on holiday in Mexico and thinking, where is my life going? And thinking, oh my God, one day I'm going to work in HR. It's like, that's just sexy dream. It's like, reach for the stars because if you (laughs) fall, you'll land in a cloud. (laughs) Yeah, so a little bit about um, the purpose of of our podcast. Um, essentially it is something easy and digestible um, and it's an insight into the journey that we're both going Mm. through at the moment um, so that we can potentially help other people but also help ourselves help ourselves in our own healing journey Mm -hmm. Um, so I guess we need to go into what the journey Mm. inverted commas is so you might have heard of it being referred to as dark night of the soul Mm -hmm. or um rock bottom or spiritual awakening or you know getting woke what else have you heard people refer to it as um yeah waking up ego death Mm. um getting to know who you actually are behind your social conditioning behind your childhood trauma behind you know all of that stuff that we inherit through life that Effect well creates us essentially molds us, yeah. makes our personality. You know what I really like is um, coming home to yourself. That's a term that I really, really yeah. come to. I actually like, like that now as well. Now that I understand what yeah. it means, but before I was like, "What the fuck's that?" I was like, "What do you want about?" I'm at home. Like I'm yeah. in my lounge. I'm the one taking drugs here. Not um. you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that's essentially what the journey is. So people do come at it from different angles, like spiritual or science and obviously we're no masters in either Mm-mm, of these things no. and we're not trying to be we're just two normal gals just a couple of gals we just want to if this resonates with anyone like we want to just guide people in some way and just purely because we would have appreciated it as well if oh it was my god us. yes i would have loved to have some kind of resource where i can just be like am i going crazy am i normal like is is mm. this what i'm meant to be feeling like why am i feeling like this so many unanswered questions i remember just like googling books in the library thinking oh my god i need it i need it i know like looking outside yeah. what if i do a course over here yeah. or read this book read it. yeah it is tough and i tried so many different things and yeah a lot of it did resonate but a lot of it was just like i'm i'm i just wanted someone to talk to and someone real to just ask if am I meant to be jealous for x y z reasons or am I meant to feel like an absolute loner Mm. you know yeah I do um so yeah Mm. that's basically what we sum the journey up to be Mm. or the path or 
you know, <clears throat> whatever you might want to name it. Mm. And I guess, you know, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, I wonder if I'm going through that. Like, I've been feeling really weird lately and feeling off. I'm not enjoying work. I'm having problems in my relationship, my friendships are changing. <clears throat> Especially with what we're going through at the moment. The time we're recording it is pretty much bang in the middle of COVID-19. Yeah. Um, and Sydney's about to go into another lockdown. Um, yeah. And it is it is bringing up a lot. So I guess, you know, we've got a list of things that we think are signs slash symptoms of potentially going through yeah. ego death, spiritual awakening, a shift, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, and I guess we're going to read some of these and if they resonate with you, potentially you are doing going through it and that's cool. Like, yeah. Tough but cool. Write it out. Yeah, so... Let's go through some of these. One of the big ones for me, I don't know about for you, Sean, but mm. was sensing that there was more to life and feeling really limited. Oh, yeah. Like there was a box around me. Yeah. And like, what? Is this it? Yeah. And we talked about this a bit earlier. <coughs> yeah. And I think a lot of it comes down to conditioning and how we were brought up for sure. Mm. Like mum and dad always told me what I can and can't do in terms of careers, everything. Right. And I fucking rebelled. <laughs> but, you know, they always told me, like, this is a good job. This is a bad job. Like, thick people get that job. Um, Don't get that job. That's awful job. So just, like, you've got to go to uni. And if you don't want to go to uni, you've got to come to us with, um, like, basically a plan of what you're going to do with the rest of your life. So, yeah, I definitely resonate with this one because all of my life, and I, I made a joke about it earlier about, like, maybe I can do HR. Mm. Um, but always thinking oh my god what am I meant to do like this isn't enough yeah that's a big one yeah like yeah. is literally is this it yeah. when you feel like is this, this my like icky guy yeah. as they say like you know that yeah 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 concept of that but yeah but yeah. then something deeper within you just being like no it's not mm, yeah. you're different it's, I don't know it's weird yeah that was a big one for me for sure like yeah. what is happening feeling disconnected or detached from reality people yeah. work um 100% is another one and I feel like that's con that continues throughout mm, doesn't yeah it? yeah as you go through it all it's like if you, you have days where you're just not you feel disconnected mm. doesn't actually mean you are but I definitely have that mm -hmm. absolutely questioning your belief systems um looking at your, th at your thoughts from a third person mm. I think questioning my beliefs for sure like I know like, I don't even, I think even now, I don't know what my real values and beliefs are. Mm -hmm. Like, I've had people think for me all of my life, friends, family, and even now, I'm not too sure. Like, I have to really sit with something for a while before I can give an answer. Yeah. And also being brought up thinking, like, you can't do that. You've got to actually make a decision on the spot right now. But now I know, mm. personally for me, if some if I have to face a, a decision, I have to sit with it for a while because I don't actually know if it sits right with me. Yeah. And the same with the belief. I have to be like, I don't know how this feels in me right now. Mm. You know? Yeah, no, I, I really do, yeah. I think I've probably done the same. Um, especially with partners and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole <laughs> that's a different podcast yeah. episode, team. Um okay, so vivid dreams, bad dreams, mm. really lucid dreams. Yeah. Is one where it's like your subconscious is really starting to come alive. Absolutely, yeah. Um I still have really fucked up dreams. Yeah, though. I had one last night. Oh, Actually so bad. I had one oh. the other night and it had a car chase, a helicopter crash, and a murder all oh. in the same one. Wow, it was a lot Yeah, happening. it was hectic. There's a lot happening yeah. up there. <laughs> 
some really bad ones. Like, whoa. Mm. Um, yeah, shifts in friendships, which we've Ooh, just had yeah. a massive, massive unfold just before this podcast yeah. about, um, which is probably one of the hardest, I think. Yeah, it's like a morning, mm. you know? It's like, yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's hard. It's that that was a, a, a massive part of mine. Mm. Um, some friends I've started to see wander back in, mm. um, but a lot of them I don't think we'll ever reconnect. Or if we do, I don't think it'll ever be the same. Mm. Yeah, and I think it's for all the right reasons. Yeah, for, on both both sides for both parties. But um, yeah, that was a huge part of my transformation, I guess. That was definitely a big one for you, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I guess like what, what that looks like. It made me sick. Yeah. yeah. What that looks like if that's not, if that the word shift is not resonating, it just means like you're disagreeing more. You, you kind of, you're arguing a little bit more. Um, there's, there's blockages between you that neither are understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's essentially what we're talking about there. It's just you're not quite on the same frequency as anymore you identify you you realize that you are actually a different person Mm. and you just think oh my what was I how did I ever spend more than five minutes in this in a room with this person I don't understand like everything they do it's like I don't understand how we were ever vibing wow you know yeah fascinating that was big see for me that one hasn't been a huge one but I know like definitely for you it was so that's a good example of like it's not the same for everyone. Yeah, like it will be different. Mm-hmm. Um, another one that I still feel quite a lot is loneliness, mm. um, and not in like a desperate way. It's it's a different feeling, um, and feelings of what might, if you went to a doctor, be diagnosed as depression. Mm. Yeah. So you know, not wanting to get up some days or feeling really lost mm-hmm. was. This like that at the beginning like really lost and detached and like who what is happening to yeah. me yeah this isn't a normal breakup this is this is colossal yeah um i feel so that yeah yeah random meltdowns oh yeah oh, <laughs> queen of them had one yesterday cute i know you did didn't you I did um overwhelmed by your own emotion yeah overwhelmed in general and i'll say that like I, i'll say it out loud i'll be like this is like everything is too much for me right now mm. I'm just very vocal about everything well, now. You, there's no filter, is it? What with me? Yeah, it just kind nah, of falls I know. out. I'll just, I love it. I'll just, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I like it. It's the best way to be, I reckon. It is, especially when you talk about yogurts and stuff. I just, yeah, I'll just be sitting in the work, <laughs> just in the office, and we're talking about, like, I don't know, injury management stuff, I like guess. work stuff. Like, yeah. And then I'll just be like, yeah, but, like, how funny are boiled eggs? And everyone's <laughs> like, can you just leave? <laughs> There's a guy nearly died. Yeah. Excuse me. Someone's got PTSD. And I'll be like, oh, sorry. Yeah. And then I, I remember once we had a salt tasting competition because I told everyone I could tell the difference between every type of salt. And they were like, mm. is there mm. different types of salt flavors? Profiles. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Profiles. <laughs> just got a nose for it. What can I say? I love that. I love that. Um, another one is feelings of grief. Just that that loss um yeah that's a big one um feeling really tired and exhausted oh, yeah yeah not knowing why really I was always drained so for me it just almost came in like waves so like it was almost like clockwork like every six months or every three months I would just have this like rock bottom 
experience and leading up to it, I'd just be exhausted all of the time. I felt very tired this week when I've, like, mm. we've been talking about it. I haven't mm. felt myself this week, so I'm probably going through something. Yeah. Um, but I just know how to manage it these days. But, yeah, um, definitely exhaustion was a big thing for me, just not being able to just get out of bed in the morning. I was mm. calling in sick. Mm. My boss was amazing at the time. Yeah. It wasn't where I work right now, but, yeah, she was very understanding about just just yeah had no energy running on empty yeah and again like you know for if you're listening you might be like yeah that's depression yeah it does feel it does feel yeah. and sound like it but then you're all you're almost like i don't think i'm depressed I'm yeah like, i don't know what it is yeah it's like that isn't it i remember that on the mornings were really tired not wanting not even wanting to go and to work no. I was just like, oh, this is shit this is shit this is shit constant dialogue just a really negative and I've got like I chose the job I'm doing. Like I'm doing yeah. a job that I want yeah, to do. I'm I know. helping people be better people. Yeah. And, and I'm you know, I'm good at it, but there's just this I don't know how yeah. to explain it. Exactly. And then what do you do? You go get like five coffees and then you're like exactly. a push through anxiety machine yeah. and then you eat loads of sugar to make yourself feel mm. better and then you tell yourself, Oh, if I just eat like loads of comfort food then it's gonna make me feel better and then you have a glass of wine or mm. 10 at the end of the day because you deserve it because you're so tired and you're just such a hard worker mm. and then you wake up the next day and you're back to yeah square one it's again. too familiar isn't it yeah <coughs> um another one is um becoming aware of mm. addictions that you might have yeah and <laughs> look <laughs> i think i've ticked everyone off the list to be honest like <laughs> if it's not spending it was uh having lots of casual relationships yeah. and like anyone would do wow <laughs> I know I know um and yeah drinking um drugs um I remember being younger and like if I couldn't find drugs for a night out or if I yeah if I couldn't get my hand on something like the, the night was ruined like I could be watching like one of my favorite DJs but I'd be like nights my night my night's fucked <coughs> yeah and just like I need that thing to yep. make me happy yeah um couldn't just be happy in the moment no you know um and relationships and friendships like just clutching on to everything to mm. make me feel better mm -hmm. food oh my god food mm. it was a massive one for me wow yeah, yeah. from like yeah, it's just crazy. So just all of these implement, like trying to clutch onto all these different things to make me feel better when actually the only way I was going to feel better was by going within, you know? Well, just looking at yourself yeah. as well, like where is this coming from? Mm -hmm. And I think, yeah, it, like addiction's a huge one, isn't it? Mm. <coughs> um, and again, like from that, another thing that we've written down here is realizing or starting to realize that nothing actually outside of you is going to make you feel happy no. or better or fulfilled or whatever word you want to use at peace mm. um it's you're starting to like notice that slowly mm. um and then you're like fuck mm. what now mm -hmm. those are some things that we think are signs and symptoms that you might be going through mm. something similar or you might be starting a journey and you know what? You might go through the journey and not even realize that you've gone through it. Yeah. It's just so different for everyone. and So different for everyone. And like what looks like, what looks really small to one person, it might be massive to another one. Like obviously the space that I work in, um, I get people who are really affected by what might, some people might think of as a, a really minor mm. incident or, uh, you know, a buildup of 
behaviors like bullying or whatnot mm. um but to them it, it might be monumental huge and it's the same in this respect is that yeah. it might seem tiny to someone but it's actually massive to another person so i think remembering that perception is everything everything yeah perception is seen as a cause for injury in the space that i work in mm. you know if you ask any insurance company they'll say the same and just gotta remember that people mm. view things so differently to one another oh my god yeah i've learned mm. that just so massively recently mm-hmm. yeah and it's actually a hard pill to swallow sometimes mm-hmm. yeah i know but no two people are living in the same no world no i was brought up to think that you know you just drink a cup of cement my dad's in the army mm. my mum's like <laughs> british and you know stiff upper lip and whatnot and like i just look down on people for having things like this wrong with them mm. and uh i'd just be like grow up what's wrong with you mm. but now i've lived it you know mm. i just realized that and it's funny because yeah. if you hadn't lived it you probably wouldn't be going through it now anyway no exactly it's, it's almost like part and parcel of this is you have is going through yeah the contrast and like you know yeah anyway that really falls into the next portion which is um what catapults you into this or what is the catalyst um for the change and for some people it's a gradual for some it's really intense so for me it was super intense but I think yours is, well, I mean, it's you know, still intense, obviously. Mm. But mine was, there was one specific trigger. Do you want to talk to that? Just mm. <laughs> mm, delicious. Um, my catalyst was a breakup. And yeah, I mean, obviously I went through the normal grieving process of the relationship, but then it just didn't get better. And I mean, I'm still, still going through it, actually. Mm. I'm still dealing with that breakup for other reasons but Mm -hmm. it was a catalyst into this because I started realizing this is much much bigger than him this is like massive this is years of suppressed emotion undealt emotion undealt pain um not having a voice not yeah just so much um and luckily one of my good friends is a life coach and he was just like hey girl take my hand and he kind of guided me through and, and confirmed that so I wasn't crazy because I was mm. like, how can I, st- how can I be this hurt and depressed and hurt, you know, everything else from a breakup? I've been through breakups before, but this one really hurt and it hurt because I wanted it Yeah. and I got rejected Yeah. and it was the rejection actually that triggered me into the darkness. Yeah. So it was pretty. It was pretty aggressive for me. Mm. So I had about two, two and a half months of just like purging emotion, um, and it was interesting to like really track back. So when I was feeling emotions, I was like, "When did I feel? Whenever I felt this in my life?" And I was starting to notice patterns, and I tracked it back to you know, for example, a relationship when I was eighteen. It was quite abusive emotionally, and I was feeling similar emotions. So it was like, "Wow, I didn't deal with that." actually I didn't deal with that breakup and it was really messy and painful and I'm actually dealing with it now mm. I was dealing with it now I was like fuck because I'd actually opened up and created space for it to come through mm. and yeah, mine, wow. wasn't, mine wasn't a choice either I'm just gonna say that because I think it can be a choice mine wasn't a choice mine was like yeah you're doing this and 
you'll agree with this like once you're in you can't really go back oh my god no there's no turning back now you, I've seen too much you physically can't though like you cannot ignore it yeah so yeah that was mine um again it was just purely my own journey you know that he didn't do anything specifically wrong but yeah that it was just a huge 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 thing yeah. to go through mm-hmm. after that so yeah that's my catalyst into the world of awakening mm. let me um ask you about yours okay um so i think that i don't know how to put this into words mm. i don't think i really realized that something was wrong until about 2016 and I was working in a restaurant at the time I was like an assistant manager at a restaurant and uh I just had a big wobbly you know Mm. and um cheeky wobble oh yeah (laughs) big one and um my my manager was like what is going on with you and Mm. I, I was like I don't know he said I think you need to go home had a full breakdown in front of everyone so that was that and then um HR <laughs> um, ding, ding. got involved and they were like what's happening with you and I said look I'm not happy in this role anymore and then I moved into a new role and yeah I thought I was fixing it and then these wobbles started to happen quite frequently actually so they had started to happen every like six months like clock- clockwork um the second time I ever experienced like, and I didn't know it was anxiety then. So mm. the second time I experienced this like existential, like this, oh my God, is the world ending? Mm. You know, like what is this feeling? I was on my way to work again and my housemate found me just like on the floor having an anxiety attack. And um, I was dreading going to work so much. I was thinking of how I could hurt my, this is first time I've opened up about this yeah. I've told my psychologist about this but I actually um was thinking of ways in which I could hurt myself so that I could be like maybe hospitalized or something but not kill myself mm. okay so I didn't want to kill myself but I wanted to hurt myself enough so that I could, didn't have to go to work and I could just like duck off to hospital um Fuck. and I told her this and she was like right <laughs> wow so she alerted my manager I went to work everything was fine um, but yeah, I just kept this, these kept happening every six months or whatever. And, um, it wasn't really until about 2019 where I just remember breaking down in work again and just like being unconsolable, like no one could help me. And I got taken across the road to the EAP services, employee assistant program. Mm. Um, so they got me to see like a emergency psychologist there um and then I started seeing a psychologist it wasn't the right fit and just in case anyone's listening they haven't been to seeing anyone just yet it's such a personal thing it really is yeah and you're literally bearing your soul to a stranger Mm -hmm. so I met this person it was just a really wrong fit (coughs) um didn't work out so I just again stopped pursuing um help I guess um and then I had another meltdown. Like I call them meltdowns, but they're pretty dark actually. But um, had another one in about two thousand and well, just actually like maybe like November two thousand nineteen, maybe I don't know. And um, that's when I got onto medication and yeah, 
Um, started seeing a really good psychologist actually. Um, but then I also say maybe around throughout this whole time, I've just been self-medicating with drugs, alcohol, as I said, um, casual relationships, sort of meaningless, really shit sex Mm. actually. Um, and then like loads of hideous men and, um, just anyone will have me really. And then just also getting myself into debt on a credit card, after pay, zip pay, um, just anything that will just give me that little burst of um, mm. feel good, you know? Oof, yeah. Yeah, what's going to make me feel good for like half an hour half right an now? And make me feel 10 times worse. Oh, tomorrow. I'll wake up tomorrow feeling like a bag of shit. Um, so Oof. this was doing that. And then I think it was in around Christmas time, November, December, just started noticing that something wasn't right. And like, there's more to this. And I just started to try and fix myself a lot of friends didn't like this new person that I was becoming I got alienated from a lot of friendship groups that started hurting it brought Mm. up a lot of old trauma from when I was younger because I got bullied quite badly when I was going through school and I started thinking why me why Mm. is it always me that gets ostracized Mm -hmm. you know I definitely felt that oh my god it was just like and then I just couldn't get out of bed and then I thought this has got to end otherwise Mm, something serious is going to happen here so it was just like you just kind of you. So yours, would you say, was more of a choice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And absolutely. mine was not a choice. So yeah. you can see, like, yeah. You and know, I went cold, cold turkey with everything. So yeah. I chopped up the credit card, mm. froze all my payment plan things, so I couldn't go any go on any more mad spending sprees. Just went celibate, still celibate. Um, gave up. Oh, gave up booze of mm. 75 days sober. It might not seem like a lot to some people, but it's big for me. And then I didn't give the, I didn't knock the drugs on the head. That's the, that's the sound. Mm. Cause I was like, I'm going to have something. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you know, drugs don't affect me actually. <laughs> and then I went out on Mardi Gras and I indulged in a few nonsense Illicit. things. Yeah. And, uh, it just didn't touch me because I'm on this medication. Mm. So I felt like I was off my fucking bin, but I didn't get the fun part to go along with it. So I was oh, just more like, don't fucking grim. touch me, all right? Oh. Fucking dancing. Leave me oh. alone. Yeah, touch me again. And that then, sounds yeah. really sexy. Oh, it was great. <laughs> just standing there in the corner gurning. <laughs> <laughs> Having the worst time. Just like eyes down. <laughs> <laughs> eyes down two steps. Oh, man. That's fucking grim. Yeah, he's grim. But yeah, um, wow. just in case anyone from work's listening, hi, um, oh, I'm, I'm fine. I'm clean now. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. yeah. That. Okay. Wow. And then, yeah. I mean, drugs is another topic altogether, isn't it? Yeah. Because like the calm down afterwards is just foul. Again, like, no, well, honestly, I <clears throat> don't actually think I've. Well, yeah, actually, I'm lying. <laughs> I do get come downs, but not as bad. But for, uh, for me, alcohol. Mm. Oh. oh, I just want to throw myself yeah. in front of a moving yeah. vehicle. I've definitely noticed more since I'm going through this. That's what I've stopped drinking as well for a while. Is So when I first, like, this first happened, I actually stopped drinking completely for two months because as soon as it happened, I drank and I felt like I'd been hit by a bus. It was like mm. so bad. Mm-hmm. And it just really it shows you how much to do with your headspace that is like because i was in such a dark headspace it just yeah. really it exacerbated that whereas mm-hmm. now i feel like not right now but like you know in a few months or whatever i feel like when i do drink that won't be there because i'm mm. already 
I've felt and seen all of myself. There's nothing in there anymore that's going to yeah. scare me because it's all fucked and I've seen yeah. it and I've brought it in and I'm fine with it now. Yeah. Whereas before, there'd be fears and things that come up and you're like, oh my God, what's that? Oh I know. God, what's that? What's that? What's that? And it's like, well, it's part of you, actually. I need to bring that shit in. Yeah. Drinking for me is so different because I just grew up in a... My family, a big drink is like, I don't want anyone to think I'm slagging my family off. Um, but yeah, they're huge drinkers and like a lot of stuff that happened when I was younger, nothing too like big tea, but like some small things that happened and alcohol was always involved in like arguments that happened <coughs> with my parents and mm. all these different things, like small events that happened and I, they've stayed with me and alcohol was always involved and the same, like I've always felt I wanted to step away from alcohol, mm. but just because I was into this people pleasing, like you know, in that mode of I, I need to hang on to this friendship because I need this friendship right now because that's what's going to make me happy. I will do anything mm. in my power to make this person happy. So if I don't want to drink, but they need me to drink, I'll drink, mm. you know, just letting go of all my values and beliefs and mm. everything that I want in order to keep this person happy and well, make them stay point, my friend or my boyfriend or whatever. I guess at that point you didn't even weren't even aware of it on that level. Oh no, I had no clue. You just think oh, I was like, oh, this fine, I'll drink because you know if I don't drink, they're probably gonna they'll get really shitty with me. Oh my god, they'll think I'm boring. Yeah, I'm fucking boring. I love being boring. Well, I, I don't think you're boring. No, I but mean, like I love being in bed by eight p.m. Getting up early in the morning. Oh wow, eight p.m. That's that is good. All right, no, eight thirty. Oh. <laughs> Animal. No, I, yeah, like it's nice to be simple, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Just to have a simple it's life. It's a simple kind of gal. Yeah, it's good. What else do we want to say on this one? I guess it was mm. mainly about kind of what brought us here and, mm. and, and also recognising that like nothing outside of us was wrong or bad or the people weren't wrong or bad. It's just how we have perceived it at that point and and taking responsibility for oh, ourselves. Oh, yeah. I will never put the blame on anyone me else. Neither. I will never say this person was horrible to me. Me neither. There comes a point where you think that person actually wanted to ha- cause harm mm. to me, and that's different. That's different, but yeah. you know the difference. Like, when I got bullied, that was different, because those those people yeah. wanted to hurt me. They wanted to make fun of me and ridicule oh, yeah. me. I got bullied, too. Mm. So bad. If I ever have children and they be- and they bully someone, they're sleeping, oh. on, they're sleeping in the garden. Oh, I'm fair play. Throwing them out. But yeah, I think that's really important that we, you know, like we don't, bl- well, I don't, definitely don't blame no one's anyone. To blame, no. Everybody is doing their best. Everybody is responding mm. with what what they know and they're mm. doing their best they can. And, and they might be hurting themselves. Well, they, they just will, don't know how they're, they're responding just from their own wounded yeah. self. And then you look at things, you look at them with compassion and love and understanding because mm. it's like, yeah, fuck, I'm, I'm hearing you. But it's also okay to be like, I can't have this in my life because it's not actually serving me mm. and it's actually doing me harm. Yeah. The search for, what's not even joy because no one can feel joy all the time. It's just peace, isn't it? Yeah, okay that's it. I just want to feel like peaceful and just like content be okay with your 3D world, like yeah. your reality, which I think I'm really get like really feeling that lately, yeah. especially with what's, I mean, like we said earlier, like COVID-19 is pretty intense yeah. for everyone. And there's so much that we can't control in so life. So much we can't control. Especially now. Oh yeah, and you can really Everything go down a hands. rabbit hole with it. Oh, fucking hell. Like yeah. they're trying to control us, I don't want a vaccine. Oh my God, I know. I mean, I can really get lost in that shit and it's just not... I did. Oof. I I ended up in Pizzagate. 
Oh, oh God. Have you ever read that? Never. Fuck, it's mental. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, if you ever get a spare couple of hours. 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know yeah, if I a couple of Zoloft. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> couple of vowels. Yeah, a couple of vowels. A couple of vowels, a couple mm. of Zolofts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I'll be doing that. No. I'm already like... I wouldn't advise it. I've really got to like catch myself when I start thinking about it because it's... It is full on, and I mean, you've really got to be in the moment, haven't you? Like my work, for example, is obviously next week we're back in lockdown for a mm. week. I can't work. I own my own business. Like it's not, you know, you can really get lost in that and start to panic and worry. Mm. But then what actually, and this is an example of like the third person, what exactly is that going to do for me? Hang on, if I just keep thinking like that, is are things going to change? No. All mm. right, so that's not true. Let go of that. Bye. So yeah, you can get lost in that shit. I um, think we're gonna end it with uh, what your biggest lesson? Oh, what this today? This week? <laughs> oh yeah, today. Oh no, this week. Ooh. I think let's let's be a bit more. Okay, th- God. Yeah. Generous. I'm gonna say yeah. I've had a really, I've had a huge lesson this week. Um, oh. fuck me, this has been coming for a long, my whole life. Don't um, tell me. Is it never <gasps> buy a secondhand violin because it's always a fiddle? Oh, <laughs> how did? <laughs> God, you're I know. so fucking onto it today. It's unbelievable. Tapping you're on into fire. That. Tapping that, into that, that higher, higher consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> it's the field. <laughs> the matrix. Yeah. You're just tapping on in. Oh, yeah. <gasps> Dialed in. <laughs> so work for the government, see? Red pill, please. Yeah. Um, the lesson I've learnt this week, um, which is a lesson I've been asking about for a long time, is how to trust myself and I think this week I finally it's landed I'm like oh I trust myself yeah wow. how huge is that that's amazing I don't think I've I've never said that and like just a lot of things have happened this week um that have been really challenging and they they're like little tests I think and um testing on how how much I've learned and if I'm ready mm. to move or move on and stuff and it's yeah I think that is a big one like mm. just trust myself like, yeah I'm a, I'm a good person I'm a good friend like um, that's it. I know that. Yeah, and that that was good. That's huge for me. Yeah. What about you? Biggest lesson this week? Um, dig deep, baby. Dig. Yeah. It's a lesson I learned a, f- a little while ago because um a friend from home gave it to me, and um I think it's that it's like not my res- so basically how do I word this? <gasps> yes, this is a good yes, one. It's I can a good feel one. It. I can oh, feel it. It's a good one. I can keep sing. it up your sleeve now. I'm gonna. Um, it is that it's not my business to care about other mm-hmm. people's opinion of me because it's none of my business. No. It's none of my business. Mm-hmm. It's over-responsible. Yeah. Like, if you don't like me, that's fine. It's your prerogative. It totally is. That's your choice. Yeah. Not everyone's going to like you. I'm a fucking legend. I know. How dare If you they? don't like me, it's not <laughs> my problem. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You are. You've just got bad taste. You do. You've got bad taste and it's none of my problem. How have you got more Welsh the more that you say It's no, babe. <laughs> it's because you get angry. I'm getting angry. I'm going <laughs> to launch off now. <laughs> yeah, I just go pure Geordie when I get angry. Yeah. Like, Yari's fucking raggy, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, she's fucking lush. <laughs> Oh, uh, anyway, we we do like we to digress. Anyway, we hope you can join us on this journey. Um, we want to help you, and you are will, you will be helping us really unpack our own journeys and healing. Um, mm. So please, please, if you are resonating with any of this, um, keep listening to us and share it with people who you might think will enjoy it, or just 
you might just like our accents because they're pretty yeah. extra. Yeah, it's a hit on um, on the dating apps actually when you've got an accent. <laughs> apparently, but they're pen. You're not talking though. Are you, are you typing in Welsh? Um, <laughs> no, because it looks like I'm having a stroke if I type in Welsh. It looks like a cat just walked across my keyboard. Uh, true. So no, I'm not typing in Welsh. It's, it's a hit though, is it? Mm. I fucking love that. Um, yeah, so if you are resonating with it, then please keep listening. Um, we are just going to dive into different things that have helped us and that we find really important. I think between us, we've done a lot. And a lot of it was mm. probably not necessary. But mm-hmm. I think because we've gone through it, we can now say that and be yeah. like, actually, you probably don't need this, but this was really good and this was really poignant time and this was really huge and this is a phase that we've found difficult or yeah. you know stuff like that yeah um, and it's, so it'll be a bit of a journey of everything and things that yeah we found helpful and yeah yeah i know that at the moment just with covid like so many people are just really waking up i mean ask any healers any doctors any psychologists they are full they are overflowing with people like they can't make enough space for people at the mm. moment because people are doing this. They're externally looking for something to fix mm. them, and it really what we do need is a guide to heal yourself. Mm-hmm. Like that's what you need. That's mm. what everyone needs. Sorry, because it's it's an it's a personal thing. Yeah, um, a psychologist can tell you to do things, but if you don't do it, it's not going to work. Correct. So yeah, good healers show you how to heal yourself. Oof. Do you like that? Did you make that up? I got it from the field. (laughs) 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 Uh, The quantum field. Oh, that's it. (laughs) I know. Yeah. I know. All right. Well, okay. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, love. Cheers, love. Um, And we will speak to you soon. Yeah. Bye. Bye.